Hear that? That's the sound of someone trying to steal your crypto. Every day, thousands of hackers online are doing the same. That's why Arculus uses air-gapped cold storage technology to protect your assets. Using our keycard and wallet app to form a protective barrier, Arculus insulates you from hackers and puts control of your digital assets back in your hands. Order the first truly air-gapped crypto wallet at GetArculus.com. Welcome to Grit and Gravitas with Anne and Annie, bringing you savvy, spirited stories of success. We're excited to deliver 30 minutes of inspiration, impact, and goodness. We'll be bringing you guests and friends from around the country who have very special work and personal journeys. I'm Ann Dieter Gallagher, your co-host with Annie Carnathan, and this is Grit and Gravitas. Let's go. Annie, Grit and Gravitas, here we are, episode four. Can you believe it? And Dieter Gallagher, good morning. <laughs> good morning. It's always so great to see you. You need people in your life where you just look at them and you feel better. Wow. Well, thank you, to, thank Especially you. now, right? Especially now. And our deep desire for our listeners is to really give them uh, 30 minutes of insight and inspiration and inspiring uh, spirited stories of success. Burning desire yes. to, to do that, which is the entire mission and premise for Grit and Grit Gravitas. And so I have a quick question. W- what do you do on a morning where you're just not feeling it? Where you're just not on your A game? Because we love A's. Well, yes, we do. You, I'm going to tell you from 20 years of business ownership experience, you just get up and you go through what you know your duties for the day are. It isn't really, um, I don't show up <clears throat> because I feel like it. You show up for the day prepared to do whatever battle you need to do that day for business success and put one foot in front of the other. And that's kind of our topic today. And I'm super excited because you're going to surprise us for, uh, you're going to give me a story that I've not heard before. Many, many people haven't heard. But we're going to focus on, and we'll have more episodes of this because we have more experiences uh, in this uh, realm, is on, uh, talk a little bit about one of your biggest disappointments or setbacks. And we're not new to business. We're not new to executive leadership. So we probably will have a lot of these stories, but I always feel that younger generations or or young men and women new to business can certainly benefit and learn from other stories, you know, people's paths who went ahead of them. Did they turn right? Did they turn left? What did they wish they had known and what should they have done? So do you want to share just uh, one of your Uh, Biggest setbacks or biggest disappointments? I would say setback. Okay. And we talked to to Nancy Ryan in episode three, who had a cataclysmic setback. Yes. Still very raw. Recent, yes. Maybe too recent. Because my point is, mine happened to me when I was 30 years old. I took a detour out of broadcasting and... Bought a business. So broadcast sales in Pennsylvania. Right. So I had started when I was still a senior at Chippensburg. Mm -hmm. So now we're talking 11 years later. 
and I built my first house when I was 21. Went That's to the bank, pitched, pitched them on buying me, didn't want anyone's help, didn't want anyone's money. If I was going to fail, I was going to fail forward on my own. I like that, fail forward. But, you know, built half the house. So the upper floors, I would finish as I had um, cash, which I'm 100% commission. It fluctuates. So you were single at the time? Single. Didn't get married till I was um, 36. Okay. At 30, I, I buy what is an apparel business, but it also has this fashion component and thought, I'm going to own my own business. Um, spectacularly failed. Are you still doing sales at the time? Or you bought the business and you were, you had left sales? Left broadcasting. Okay. Right. First time I left a career, seemingly <laughs> going really well. Um, f- fast forward, lost everything. Uh, lost my home, uh, lost every last penny I had, lost any, oh my, everything. So that entire head start, if you will, from college, gone. Very, very few people know that. To the point where I had to find somewhere to live. <gasps> so I call the same builder of the house I'm in and say, this one's been empty over here for forever. Would I be able to move in there, do a sort of a dollar amount to purchase, lease to purchase, Mm -hmm. if in this many months I can't come up with financing and the money to do this, you will keep everything I've given you, which was a little more in rent, you know, to get to the down payment. So, and then I was right back up. So the bankruptcy man, I would get home and have probably 10, 15, 20 people on my answering machine. Oh my word. Looking for money, but, but completely wiped me out. So the bankruptcy, which is the B word, that's a, that's a huge life event for a young person, for any person. And for people listening, there may be people who are in the midst of that because of the pandemic, who all of a sudden, never saw, you know, a wrecking ball coming and they're experiencing that. So you're in this at a very, very young age, no safety net for you. And then you negotiate, you know, your first step out of that with the builder. Um, okay. Continue on. My heart is pounding out of my chest and that's, um, 25 years ago. Yeah. But, but, but yesterday on LinkedIn, I posted an article that your biggest setback is the path to your biggest comeback. And that's great. I ferociously attacked, went back to what I knew, essentially appreciated it more. Now this is 25 years later, but what it really did. And for me is cement the fact that I don't necessarily didn't enjoy having my own business. I didn't like aspects of it that, actually overshadowed what I did enjoy. And we talked about every small business needs a salesman. Yes. <laughs> and that's what I accelerate in. That's my lane. I build relationships. Yeah. You know, I acquire relationships that are going to produce revenue. And really that's the persuasion of sales. Back in that better than ever, and then what do I do 10 years ago? I give it all away again and say, I'm not going to stay here. 
I'm going to go to, to Universal Media yeah. to see if I can, halfway through my career, do something on a national level. That challenge has to be built into me. I have a high, high motor, work very, very hard. <laughs> you define high gear. And I understand that, that, that no risk it, no biscuit. But I'm telling you, Anne, there wasn't a single person in my life who hadn't thought I'd lost my mind. Who hadn't, people were like, who, what, who and what is universal media? What even is that? And what do you mean they're in Mechanicsburg? How can they be that if they're in Mechanicsburg? Like, to this day, people say, how good can you be if you're in Mechanicsburg? Sleeping giant. Sleeping giant under the radar. You're helping with that um, to uncover uh, the brilliance and the people at, at Universal Media. And I would just say to you sitting here today, those days in the aftermath of that were a blur. Yeah. But, but there were key people. I was going to say, did you have a inner circle who uh, was willing to give you fresh perspective, <clears throat> excuse me, or encouragement or who did you go to first? I, I would say, I mean, you know, my mom, but, but the bottom line is the, the attorney I had every single day, don't, don't worry about the calls. Don't even listen to them. They're all going to come to me. We're going to be fine. We're going to come out of this. We, we, we. And so just imagine that one word from you to we yeah. presents that you're not alone. Mm -hmm. And for someone who was to stand fiercely independent, went my own way, right. just a hot mess sometimes of just... <laughs> You know, the, 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 the dog's running through the living room and they think, oh, we're great. And then meanwhile, the coffee table's knocked over, vases <laughs> are coming off, you know, drinks are sloshing around. I just didn't, I had this sort of just incredible energy that just had to be guided. And I still to this day risk a lot. M in minimal ways, but I don't think if you're not risking, you're growing or you're learning. No, totally agree with that. So you're, um, how many people did you tell about your bankruptcy? And everyone in my life, there was no way to, uh, there was no way to hide it, nor would I want to my transparency. I'm probably a lot more open about that than I am the success but I do think the perception is she's really successful and that's a fact. But I think when it's an inside job, when it's coming from me, motivation yeah. and look in sales, you have sort of paper cuts all the time. I love that. <laughs> you do. It's not going to be death by paper cuts, but you do have paper it's cuts. It's not going to be death by paper cuts. And, and essentially I don't ever want to make a mistake that's fatal. I don't want to hurt anyone. No. Right. And so you have to surround yourself with people you trust that are competent, super smart. And that really goes back to, you know, owning my own business. I mean, I feel as if every, you know, employee is mine, but it's not, I don't own it. And I have the best relationships, ironically, with the people that I know the least about what they do, which is what? Our CFO. Mm -hmm. Numbers, analytics. Right data reporting and I'm great 
example because you have to re- do the reporting where even I understand it. And if I understand it, anybody's going to understand it. And so it's, it's easy 25 years later at the height of my success right, right. to say that was the best thing that could have ever happened to me. But I do believe everything happens for a reason. And even then I knew, I didn't know the why, but now I know exactly why. And it's good that your perspective, even at such a young age, it would easy be easy to be so consumed that you feel you can't see your way out of this. So you're 30. Little did you know, you talk about a comeback, little did you know the C-suite was waiting for you years later and that you would, you would use the lessons learned there. So you're similar to Milton Hershey. We talked about that before you go down into a pit and you, you come up for air, you seek the right people to surround you, to listen to you, to, to be counsel to you. And then you see, you don't know exactly where you're going to land in the future, but you know, you're going to land on your feet and that's very, uh, that's a contagious optimism about you, which I think is, is a common thread through business success. We don't know what tomorrow holds. And you live in a world of contracts. I do too. Uh, retainers, if you would, they're irrelevant because things, pandemics come and there's no amount of contract that, that guarantees you success or long-term relationships. Sales or no sales, there aren't any guarantees. Yeah. And now I say to people, are you brave or are you acting brave? (laughs) What the world sees is brave. Right. And I get scared. Probably when I um, get the most intense is when I'm the most scared. And I think what that did more than anything at 30 is say, you know what? You really need people because at that point, I thought I got this. Well, you're one of those people, though, I love to have in the room. I know that things are going to be okay if you're in the room. It doesn't, I don't depend on, you know, you in our conversations or business relationship to know exactly where we're going to end up. But I know, and there's there's a cadre of people that I surround myself with that I know I'm safer with them. We don't have, I don't have all the answers, but I know many people who have answers and they're different uh, a different lens than I have. And I think that's very important to surround yourself uh, with people who have a fresh, optimistic perspective. You can't stay down in that pit. You can't wallow in that very long. So you knew you're going to come out of this. You had no idea where you would land, uh, but your very DNA, you knew, you know, I'm going to find the right people that are going to give me a hand up or open the right doors and um, would be part of my team, if you would. I tell people about universal media and I see, you know, we don't have all the answers. And I think someone who says they do, uh, run screaming. So I know, I mean, I got the music cranked, the sunroof open and <laughs> like want to ride with me. Like, oh, I, I think that's the most alive I can be for what the Lord gave me to spread on the earth. I absolutely believe I'm here for a reason. And when I look at the people, the the greatest gift to impact people, to grow, to amplify, to see them get married and have kids, it's just extraordinary for me. Way more fulfilling than what I myself do. 
So you can't manufacture that. You can't pretend that. That's the authenticity. But it's also like the, oof, Annie, don't you have somewhere else to be like, <laughs> ooh, you're intense. You're driven. Like, you don't are you intense, see what I but see? It's, uh, yeah. And I find that very refreshing. You know, I'm, I'm not... Uh, in your office with you when, when your intensity is probably at its highest. <laughs> the whole office hears it, I'll tell you that, <laughs> which, which probably isn't real great. But, but we depend on that in a leader. You know, you're, you're not going to be, think of generals, you know, you, you have to have a team that says, I want to go where she's going, you know, a team that believes in you and trusts in your decisions. Not that you have all the answers, but that you're going to lead them to a safe place. What's interesting now to me, looking back on this, because we're, we're talking about this, and uh, as you know, I'm not a big uh, rear view mirror driver. Right. Hopefully not a lot of people are. But I essentially know now from someone who felt like they didn't need a lot of people, and I'm still not great at needing people, which isn't attractive. And so what I know now without question is I would not be the same person if I stepped away from my current team. Yeah. Good. I would be less of who I am. I would be more distraught. Setbacks would impact me more. That's a good point. And part of it is when someone chooses to move on from the company. Do you take that personally? I don't take it. I used to take it personally. And now I think, well, wait a minute, who wouldn't want our people? I have That's to a focus. Great perceive, uh, changing uh, perspective. That's a great uh, perspective. I mean, and that you know, pivot was the word of, who of wouldn't 2020. Want our people? Who wouldn't want our people? I won't go anywhere else because I, I want to be with our people. And that's part of the premise of why I think we're the best. We're the most fantastic, but we're not if it's not the right partner. Right. If it's not the right person for the relationship, you know, we may date, but the best thing that happens is we never get married. <laughs> and I think the longer the engagement, the longer the marriage. And so, you know, for someone who's like, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, speed, 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 yeah. that can be disastrous. Yeah. And the other day, um, my owner says to me, you know, like my friend, he waits a week before he has a lot of passion to, to send an email. I'm like, I wait about a month. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, so. So time and letting things come to you has been an extraordinarily difficult thing for me to learn. Yeah. And everything happens for a reason. So why when someone leaves, isn't that for a reason? So now I look at it as a chance to upgrade skill sets. That's a great, that's such a great perspective. And I'm going to, I'm going to take that. And to add more that. of a hybrid. When you try to control people, I think that leads to just, um, very limited interactions. Like you'll do this and only this. So I, I really am thankful. I'm not a micromanager. P people, my, my department head, my leaders have to make decisions. They have to coach and nurture people. And I'm there to take every obstacle and that out of the way. And without question, if I hadn't had that experience at 30, yeah, nothing would be the same now. Nothing. I mean, that sort of wake up call yeah. saved me. And now I know exactly what I need from people. And that's a lot more gratifying. But you want to talk job security. I don't want to go anywhere without my guys. <laughs> I don't want to. 
which you're starting to meet more right. of. And that's really the, the career life lesson. So don't worry about me in a day. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to get up tomorrow right. morning if this wouldn't work out for whatever reason. And I'm going to be like, Ooh, what do I do today? I gotta <laughs> lie. It's like my own day. Am I this? Am I that? And that's the trade off. But I do know that it profoundly impacted me to change in ways and grow. Yeah. yeah. Nothing, nothing short of that epic failure would have paved the way to the comeback 25 years no, later. That's... It's a journey. It is a journey. It's a great lesson that you're willing to share with others. And my, uh, well, quick pivot to my story. And we we have totally different paths to leadership. We talked about that in the first two episodes. Um, so, um, uh, you know, again, backstory, start my business at age 40, stay at home mom for 15 years. So that's not a traditional path to business ownership. Uh, very similar to you. I'm not adverse to risk. Uh, I like to have guarantees. We don't have them. Uh, but I, I don't mind betting on myself. I, I feel that uh, I'd rather bet on myself than, you know, bet on a CEO that I might work for, like in, in a company. So about, this is year 21 for Dieter Gallagher Group. So we've had a, our fair share of setbacks and comebacks and circuitous routes to success. And uh, many of our clients are long-term clients. And uh, communication channels change uh, with time. You know, we, we had clients that were pre-Twitter. I mean, that's, it seems like a, a million years ago, pre-Google. So um, several years ago, I had a, um, a really good relationship with a client. It was a larger client, uh, long-term retainer. And uh, this individual invited me to lunch. And it was, uh, I think probably I was halfway through my salad. And uh, they said, you know what? We're going to go a different route. We've, we've uh, see a different situation. This is where, where we're going to go. Thanks so much. Oh, so, oh. Uh, and I write about emotional resilience in women in high gear. And I've confessed to you before, I don't, I haven't uh, been able to acquire all the emotional resilience I need, but I'm sitting there at lunch. Gut punch. Gut punch, sitting there at lunch, wanting uh, everything to do in me either uh, wants to leave immediately. I've absolutely lost my appetite. Yes. I've lost my appetite. I want to get out of the situation. I'm trying to figure how could I continue with small talk or or continue uh, the relationship, trying not to take it personally. And I absolutely take it all personally for the firm. You know, what scrambling to find answers. So if you own a business, you will have setbacks. You will lose relationships. Uh, people change. We're a people business. And uh, things don't last forever. And I, uh, we said in Women in High Gear that situations are never as fabulous as you thought that they were. And conversely, they're never as bad as you imagined they were. So coming out of that, uh, it was a comeback of a different, a different sort from you. But you realize when you wake up the next day, like, okay. I made it. That was awful. And I'm not quite sure where the replacement is going to come through for that client. You know, what are we going to do? Uh, I had people that worked for me. I had a, you know, a lease. 
Um, but here's a, a, a special note to anyone listening. Never close those types of doors because that door opened again for me later. You know, there's, there's no sense in you can't, you can't be angry and you can't harbor, uh, like, like what happened or a woe is me situation. The door opened again, uh, with the same individual, uh, several times. So, you know, business in each client's business, we, we don't have, um, we're not privy to all going on in their strategy and, and their decisions, but we wait in the wings, even on, um, uh, pitches that we make to clients that we didn't get, we send thank yous. We said, thanks so much for the opportunity to learn about your company. And again, other times I've had other clients where we came back after we lost a pitch to a different firm. Uh, this CEO came back around and said, you know, for the first six months, that, that really wasn't what we thought. We really want to uh, work with Dieter Gallagher Group. And so if we had burned any bridges or, you know, had sent emails like, um, that were disingenuous, we wouldn't have had that opportunity. So again, be ready, just have the perspective setbacks are going to come. You're not being realistic if you don't think they are. And, and part of, part of what I hear is one of the biggest counterintuitive parts to business. And we're not supposed to take it personally, but if you have passion, you have conviction, you, you have loyalty. Where's all that going to come from if it's not personal? Right. But then when we lose, we're supposed to immediately. <laughs> See, deta- we're both competitive. We don't right. like to lose. Well, and then when, when we do lose, we're supposed to immediately detach from that, take all of that high, high, high energy, emotional, um, suitcase and just sort of sit it here and go, it's good. We'll see it down the road, but you have to, Yeah, you have to lose with grace. You do. And, uh, I read something yesterday. I want, I want to say Buddha said it. I send out a quote every day yeah, for all do. the people I can't say yeah. good morning to. <laughs> and, um, the, the essential part of it is, you know, anger's like swallowing a toxic sort of, um, poison and then you want it to hurt the other person well when you're swallowing toxicity and letting it live in you guess who it hurts right only one person right and when you talk about you know disengaging you're also disengaging your entire team so you hurt for them and you have to lead so your specific example with the bankruptcy it was affecting you first and foremost but when you obviously as ceo of uh, Universal Media and me of Dieter Gallagher Group, our team is watching how we respond. They are watching that Great type, point, Anne. That type of vulnerability, like what is Annie going to do next? If client A, you know, that we invested all this time and energy and strategy in, what if, what if that took a left turn? And, you know, my, my employees are watching, like, how is Anne, is this awful? How awful is this? They are waiting to read my mind. So when we get up the next day, and we switch our perspective to a positive, not that we have all the answers, but the body follows the mind. And when you train the mind, like, how am I going to see this? And if you don't have my business vitamin for our listeners today, if you don't, if that doesn't come naturally to you to, to be a glass half full, surround yourself, maybe it's your partner, maybe it's a, um, you know, another business colleague that you're a mentor with, 
surround, go right to that person and say, give, I need fresh perspective. I need, I need you to remind me why this opportunity, a new opportunity will come. You cannot stay mired in the glass half empty. If you're going to be hired, you're going to be fired. <laughs> and there we go. Or until you're so full of these nuggets. <laughs> so, someone understands that you cannot win them all. I can't. We win like them to all. win them all, but we, I we know. do like to win them all. But now I'm much more into words, communication. No one's going to have to tell me it's not going well. <laughs> and I think we know in our um, gut, if you would, like we, there are signs and signals. Very rarely, except for a pandemic, does a you know do you get a torpedo that you weren't totally you weren't reading signs and signals. I think that's a hundred percent self awareness and being able to look in the mirror and say, "Ooh, didn't do so hot with that." Right. And my entire. Um, a lot, a lot of my premise is we're not going to be perfect. Thank goodness we don't write that into the contract. <laughs> we're, we're going to make mistakes. Yes. And that's yes. why the courtship, if you will, and, and when you think about what are the intentions, if you're dating, if one person intends to get married and the other person intends, oh, no, not, mm -mm, that's, <laughs> that's probably a point of, of departure. Right. And now I completely have changed the dynamic of looking for the partner I know is the best partner for us, almost like match.com yeah. versus anyone, because that toll it takes on my team is the indication of how much respect I have for my team that I brought someone and imagine the difference between partner and client. Yeah. Partner sounds a whole lot like a relationship. Great, yeah, great choice of a words. A client feels sterile. It feels like it's a commodity come and go. I want what you want, which is really long-term relationships. Look how you've grown from, from a partner that didn't, yeah. um, you didn't have Twitter. We don't have Twitter. <laughs> it's, imagine saying, yep, wherever this goes, Anne and her team are going to figure that out. Great. There's an ability to use words. And I'm always going, how's our real? I'm, not, I'm almost like um, a partner um, counselor. How are we doing? What could we be doing better? Right. But they have to know in me that when they tell me, when that criticism comes, right. I'm going to do something about it, not get defensive, yeah. not say, what are you, crazy? Yeah. We're, we're great and you're not. Or I'm, I'm Solomon, right? I'm bringing everybody into the middle. So great perspective. We are, our 30 minutes, we could go on for two more hours, but there's lots of great stories to come. So uh, the fresh perspective from both of our setbacks into a comeback, keep that spirit of optimism, uh, surround yourself, spend time with optimistic people that give you a fresh perspective. Let them help you. Yes. 100%. And keep your grace. It's a better day. Have a high gear day, Annie Carnathan. I am better for spending time with you. Right back at you, Ann Gallagher. Thank you. Thanks for listening. It's our desire that these stories will bring energy, ideas, and fresh thinking that you can use today. Subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Instagram. And have a high gear day. Business as usual is a thing of the past. But the entrepreneurial spirit keeps us closing in on our dream. 
That's why U.S. Bank makes sure solutions are a conversation away. So we can help you adapt and evolve your business, no matter what comes up. Because even in uncertainty, you can be certain we have your back. U.S. Bank. We'll get there together. Equal housing lender, member FDIC.